Welcome to the Clovis Sports Report post-game podcast. This is Paul Metters, and I'm sitting next to Austin Camp. We're here at Buchanan as we <laughs> Veterans Stadium. We just saw we just saw a great one. I mean, Buchanan came out and uh, with with another victory, 45 to 38 over Clovis. And I don't know. I mean, we had that classic in Week One between Central and Clovis, Austin. Um, and then we had Central and Buchanan last week, and we're following up with another one. Um, I mean, we'll go over a lot of the details in, in a minute or two, but, I mean, what's your overall sense of, of this game as well? Yeah, I feel like I'm starting my my intro to every game with the same thing the last three weeks. Like, after <laughs> Clovis Central, I was like, you're not going to find a better high school game than that. <laughs> then the Central Buchanan game, I was like, you're not going to find a better high school game than that. And I can, I feel like I could say the same thing about this one. Like, all games went down to the wire. And then, like, a game like this, which was more of, like, a traditional shootout, there was points galore, um, just like a really good game. And again, like the energy was super good in the stands. I didn't really feel like there was any, um, like any down moments for, for anything. Mm-hmm. And it was just yeah. like, it was like a good high school football atmosphere and a great game. Well, the game never got more than, than one touchdown separation. It was, it was back and forth. Clovis actually had the lead 24 to 17 at halftime. Buchanan scored quickly. Um, to take a lead 31 to 28. Um, but in the end, tied 38 to 38. Caden Rogers ran it in from about 14 yards out. Um, Clovis was driving, man. Nate Johnson put on a show tonight as a quarterback for Clovis. Um, they drove all the way to, to inside the 10. I think they were around the five yard line. And, uh, yeah, they were ready to pump it in and look like a kind of a missed handoff, so to speak. Uh, Tristan Risley didn't, didn't get it cleanly. He might, it might have hit his knee or he might have just started to take off before he got the ball and fumbled it. It's, it's the first fumble that we can remember ever seeing Tristan Risley, uh, put on the ground. Um, yeah, Buchanan recovered the fumble and pretty much uh, kneeled it down for the victory. Buchanan now three and zero on the year, and Clovis one and two, and their only win two. is the is the Madera game. So they're zero and two in league. Zero and two in league. Oh my gosh! And just a couple of plays away from being two and zero. So heartbreak city for the Cougars over there. But man, I mean, it it was it was a show, man, that that they put on, and we thought the game was destined for overtime or. Clovis potentially even going for two and for the win that would have been a fun a fun uh, a fun call at the end of the game to make but yeah I mean just another shootout you know great uh, great plays we had a kickoff return from Hayden Peterson um, yeah we saw a lot of good stuff out there yeah it was definitely not the ending that this game deserved like you mentioned Clovis High was going on about a 75 yard drive to tie it and they fumbled at the five on a miss handoff like that game deserved to have Nate Johnson going for two, mm-hmm. trying to win the game on the two and a half yard line. Like yeah. that, the crowd would have been insane, the atmosphere would have been insane, and unfortunately, we didn't get that. But if you, I mean, I mean, I, I know Clovis started their their like they they had Central and Buchanan right out of the gates. But if you told me in preseason like, hey, Clovis is going to start zero two in league, I would have, I would have told you you were crazy because yeah. um, a lot of people thought they might be the favorites, but. Buchanan and Coach Giordano, they they churn out these football players every single year. It seems like they it doesn't even matter who really leaves the program. 
Um, they still have a strong rushing attack the year after Kendall Milton leaves. They still have a super good offensive line after four guys graduate from a season ago. And he's a win away, essentially, from getting a share of yeah. his first ever track championship because Buchanan hasn't won one since 2015. Oh, wow. And okay. that was Mike Jacott's last year. Yeah, you're right. So. Um, let me go over some Buchanan stuff before we get into into Clovis high stats. But we got Caden Rogers down for two touchdowns, including that final one uh, for the for the lead with uh, just a little under four minutes left. Um, Jaden Mandel, the sophomore quarterback, had one passing touchdown and one rushing touchdown, a nine yard kind of a keeper where um, he was he was untouched and went into the end zone. Um, and then Cade Euling had one. He actually had the first one of the game. And then the Hayden Hayden Peterson got a second kickoff return uh, touchdown of the year. You know, he took he took the opening kickoff of yep. the season to the house. And then uh, yeah, and then he got one here from about 80 yards out. And that was when it was 31 to 31. And so he made it 38 to 31. And then um, yeah, then Clovis responded. But yeah, it was it was kind of a ground attack. For the most part, for for Buchanan, uh, we think Jaden had probably a little under 200 yards uh, passing on the night. Um, but yeah, they you know Buchanan, you know they took their opportunities. Uh, like Austin said, their offensive line did a good job opening up you know some of those holes for for Buchanan run, ground game. Um, but yeah, we're we're kind of used to that from Buchanan, and yeah, that they you know they they. Played to their strength in that game, and Jaden made a couple really nice throws. He's, yep. he's got that like that forty-yard ball in the air, kind of a flick, a little bit off his back foot. Just throws a nice high ball, very catchable football. Yeah, he made like two throws. I would say stuck up to me tonight. One was, I think it was the first half. There was like a post corner to Austin Arroyo, where where Jaden let it go before Arroyo was even out of his break, and it just floated up there perfectly and landed right mm. in the bread basket yeah. for Arroyo. Um, it was going, like, towards the scoreboard end zone. And then the second one where it was – it was actually one that was an incomplete pass in the second half. He was on one of the hashes, and someone had ran a wheel to like towards the scoreboard side again, and he just missed him, but he had gotten hit when he threw it. And, again, like, it was one off the – like, that was his, off his back foot – Floated that thing in the air. Yeah. It was like maybe a foot or two out of reach, but that was an impressive throw, especially coming from the opposite hash. And that dude has so much arm talent. And I and Jaden, yeah. I know you're listening to this. <laughs> I know you're more than a baseball player. Okay, I didn't mean that comment in a bad way because you are a stud football player too. Okay, so I I got to make sure we're on the same page with that. Um, but another name worth mentioning. Is that is I really like sophomore running back Michael Runnels for Buchanan. He he got a little bit of varsity game action this week for about the first time since week one, in like a meaning in meaningful minutes. And his what his third carry, his second carry yeah. of the game, right out of half. Yeah, he went sixty yards. He made like one guy miss, and it was like boom off to the races. Yeah. And I think over the next couple of weeks, when I don't know, I don't want to say that competition gets worse, but. I think in games that I think Buchanan might have in hand longer, I think we're going to see him get some yeah, more carries, and, and yeah. it might be exciting to see the young guy get out there. Yeah, I'm sure the coaching staff is excited to see maybe he could get, yep. you know, seven to ten carries. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see it for sure. Yeah, yeah, and, and they scored on the next play, so Buchanan came out of the gate in the second half, and you know, like, like Austin said, had 
he had that nice run and then uh and then Rogers Rogers took it to the house after that play so it was two plays and and Buchanan had tied it but you know your heart has to go out to Clovis High um in this game um you know I I, I just felt like like they were they were right there I mean play for play they're answering and um you know their their defensive line did a good job for the most part um but you know, we didn't get to see Nate Johnson against Madera, and he, he put up some decent stats in that first game against Central. He only he played less than a half. Uh, so I felt like this this was kind of his coming out party. Um, a little you know, bit. Yeah, he talked to some Buchanan people too, and they're like, "Yeah, Nate, you know, Nate Johnson played really well over there." I said, "Yeah, he's got he's got seven D one offers. The kid's yep. legit." So, you know, kind of a sluggish first quarter, um, but after that, yeah, he he was lights out. You know, he threw for over 300 yards. He threw for four touchdowns, ran for one. Um, and we've, we we kind of talked at the beginning of the season when we did our preview. It was like we were, we were wondering which receivers would step up for him. And tonight, two dudes definitely did. Number five, Andrew Dowie had an amazing game. And number six, Nick Viau. I say Viau. Viau. There you go. Nick Viau. Viau. Um, had a great game. I mean, he probably clad close to 200 yards receiving, had two touchdowns and you know, we we were on the Buchanan sideline for most of the game, and when those guys were catching passes, you could you could hear you know some of the Buchanan fans saying, "Get on that guy!" and or they'd say, "Oh, that was a good catch." So yeah, those those two dudes definitely stepped up. Yeah, um, Nate had a great game, and it was but it was also kind of a weird game. So the first quarter, he was missing some throws. He was maybe a little bit yippy. I would I would describe it on like he was high a little bit he was low a little bit but he ran like eight times in the first quarter he ran eight rushing attempts and he was it was for about i don't know it was for like 40 or 50 yards like he was getting yards yeah um and the second half he had none yeah no rushing attempts in the second half but that's also when he started lighting it up with his arm so i don't know if it was like i don't know if like something popped up to where he he wasn't as mobile because he wasn't really leaving the pocket either. Yeah. But he was for sure slinging it, and he was delivering accurate throws. And um, this it was, it was strange because his legs are such an important part of his game, and he's electric with his legs. But we didn't see it at all in the second half. And, again, yeah. it just makes you wonder if, if maybe he got rolled up on early that we didn't see because I certainly didn't see yeah, anything. Yeah, I think he looked fine. I think I think maybe he just found a pretty good rhythm yeah, and that could in that, in that second it. half. Um, he, was, he was throwing that – you know, he's throwing that 14, 14 yard pass really well where receivers were just turning around and he was, he was hitting them, hitting them in the chest and some of those touchdown throws, uh, over the middle, those over the middle, like, there were lasers over the middle yeah. and they were like, he was putting them in spots where the receiver didn't like really need to break stride and he would just catch it and keep on running full speed to the end zone. He did that three or four times tonight. Yeah. Um, was, he actually had like a, in the first half, he had like a third and 26 that he converted on a pass over the middle where yeah, he just you're right. smoked a dude in stride perfectly. Yeah. And he ran for like 60 yards. And if you go back to uh, to my Twitter account, at Paul Metters, I, I posted some some highlight videos, a couple of Nate Johnson's touchdown passes, so you guys can see for yourselves on those. Um, yeah, sometimes the Wi-Fi doesn't work really well in that stadium, and it takes about six or seven minutes for some yeah. of those tweets to go through, which is frustrating with the, the video ones, at least. So, yeah, go back and check out some of those throws, and I actually have Caden uh, Rogers' uh, game-winning touchdown run, which was wide open. We we it looked we like looked back kind of at like that a play, miscommunication. Right? Um, there was like a corner on the side that was it was eventually scored on, and right before the stamp, he ran to the other side. 
because right when Caden got the ball and ran around the edge, like there was nobody over there. And yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like oh, like someone probably should have been over here. Yeah, it was a little too easy. A little, a little too easy. Anticlimactic. Oh, like, 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 oh they like, just oh, took the lead again. They just okay. took the lead because he <laughs> ran straight around the corner and nobody was there. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, um, good call. Game, good game plan. I think a couple names I want to mention too for Buchanan on defense. Uh, a kid named Gavin Nelson, number 87. He was just absolutely getting after Nate Johnson. He had two sacks for the night. Um, a couple other tackles for loss. And I feel like any time uh, Clovis was stopped with a, in a run play or was flushed out of the pocket with a pass, it was always because of Gavin Nelson or Cyrus Lowe. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys really got after it on the D-line. And then we were both just talking before we started the podcast that we liked that safety, Jerry Rangel for Buchanan. He's all over the field. The junior. He's all over the field delivering hits, uh, breaking up passes, and he jumped a couple routes that he broke on. Uh, I yeah, both of those guys deserve some mention. I thought. Yeah, and we talked. Um, we talked about Aiden Maryhew for right. Clovis. He he actually returned from a broken wrist, and so he was out there. He, he he's out there with a big old club, big old yep. black club. You know, you see those defensive players out there that can play with that. So so he was out there. So that that gave the Clovis D line a boost there. But yeah, um, and then Chris, there's a linebacker Christian Smith. Who I thought was flying around for Clovis, okay. uh, delivering some blows. He had a he actually lit someone up on the sideline. Oh yeah, at one point. And yeah, that was, a, that was a loud collision. It was. But he was all over the field as well for Clovis. Yeah, that got some ooze from the crowd and yeah from the stands yeah, as well. Um, yeah, you had a bird's eye view of this game too. You were you were up in the press box and I, I was in the bleachers for about half the game too. So yeah, it's it's a fun perspective to watch the game. But yeah, here we go. Buchanan three and zero in control of their own destiny um cal high sports uh tweeted out after the game as well that you know buchanan looks like they'll be the top ranked team to come out of the the central section this year um so they'll they'll probably break into the top 25 at least for their for their state rankings and if you know if they run the table they might end up 16 17th in the state which would be you know pretty cool they're gonna run the table okay yeah okay um and it just makes you think about how good of a playoff this year this could have been because like central and clovis and buchanan they're they're so close the teams are so close like of of how good they are and then you have bullard who's good and liberty who's good yeah i mean it would be a year where you go in the playoffs and he's like hey these any of these five teams would win at all and that hasn't been the case like even close lately yeah. it's always been one or two yeah um but it, w- it would have been a great year for playoffs i agree so looking ahead um well we want to mention too that central beat clovis east tonight 35 to 7 uh looks like uh, clovis east got their their lone touchdown in the fourth quarter and it's 21 nothing at halftime that's about all the information we have on that game um looking forward looks like Buchanan versus North next week. Playing Clovis North next week. And then they end with East. With Clovis East. And so Clovis High is uh, obviously their final game is always against Clovis West. And they're playing Clovis East next, next week. week as well. So um, we should be back to three games next week, though, because Clovis North is cleared, it sounds like, from COVID starting next week. So we should be back to our normal three Clovis, three Clovis games. Is there going to be a Thursday game? Uh, depends where that central game's yeah. at. If central's on the road, there should be a Thursday game. Well, I'm sure we're going to do another podcast before then, Austin. So sure we will. We'll, <laughs> we'll let the yeah, people we'll, know. We'll let you guys know. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add? 
Uh, I think we're good. I think I got those those last names in there. But, oh, I wanted to mention uh, Sam Luna. Oh yeah, Sam Luna with a with a couple big third yeah. down conversions. One of them was like a thirty yard. What was it? Fourth quarter, he had a, he ran a wheel route for thirty nine yards uh, that he got behind the defense. Mandel found him, and then he had another third down, like a six yard catch earlier that it moved the chains. Well, I think that first one that you mentioned set up the right. set up the Caden Rogers yep. touchdown. So yeah, so that was a big play. And then the we should say the the one of the touchdowns for Buchanan was from what was it? Eighteen. Eighteen. Brody. Sorry, it's so dark. We're sitting in a parking lot, guys. Just bear <laughs> with us. Brody Bendowski. Yep. Bendo. Bendowski. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You got it. Bendowski. Bendo, Bendowski. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. Sorry, right over guys. the middle, stretched out, boom, caught it. Yeah. Right, I'll turn on the light. That makes it a whole lot easier. Yeah, Bendowski. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we want to thank First String Sports as our sponsor in the field house as well. Thank you guys for for uh, helping us out and, and sponsoring these uh, these great Clovis Unified kids that we love to cover. And, um, yeah, Thursday night football was a beautiful night, too, out here. You know, the the grass or the turf or what are, what are we calling it there at Veterans? It, it looked great. It looked great. We'll call it, we'll go with grass. We'll go with grass. It's oh, grass. and here comes Coach Hammond. Here's Coach Hammond. Should we ask him to get on the pod to post game yeah. interview? I don't know. Yeah. I think he's, there he goes. He's getting there in. There he goes. Okay. All right. All right. all right, so thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate all your support. And uh, until then, we'll talk to you guys later.